Yeah. Yeah. Hey yo, man, it's your time. And fuck poverty. This money, man. I can tell you're mad at me just by how your face looks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Phil and Leroy the Judgmental Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Phil. And I'm Leroy. So, what's going on, Phil? Nothing, nothing, you know. Same old, same old. Well, before we start, uh, me and the judgmental community is upset at you. Why is that? Because you had a Philip Food story and you didn't tell us it. Tell us that you had a food story. You just had one into it about the food story. What story? About the winery and the Brian Night concert. Oh, oh. Uh, it's not really a story. Okay. So, so is any other food stories you got 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 in the stash? I mean, not really. I mean, the food did they, they had a bullshit menu and the food was kind of pricey. Like I, t- I told you, how much we spent. You know what yes. I mean on that. So it was like advertisers came to a hundred bucks, <laughs> <laughs> two two drinks and some app and, and and what like three appetizers. Uh, that's that that's Center City, that's what Center City gets you. Yes. <laughs> and, and another thing before I before I continue, uh, I pulled the Philip too. By the way, uh, uh, Philip is when you uh get bad service or something go on and you call and you call or email and let the manufacturer know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna give a shout out to uh the company Brio. Now I had bought this uh Brio uh Brio B R I O. And I uh, bought this uh, 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 beard and body trimmer. I bought it, I, I think it was last year. I know I was home when I bought it. So I'm using it and everything. Then like a couple of weeks ago, it just stopped working. So I had uh, emailed the company. And they, they were telling me the steps that, you know, how to fix it, whatever. And, uh, well, the steps they told me, it didn't work. So uh, they had sent me a new one right away, like quick, fast, in a hurry. And uh, what what was funny was, um, you know, they're at I'm there I'm asking them questions, they're answering it, and you know, at the end they say, "Well, anything else you want me to help you with?" <laughs> and I say, <laughs> "So I say, yeah, is the Sixers going to win this game today?" <laughs> and so we and they so they start talking about the game or whatever. So oh, we was going shit. back and forth about that. <laughs> So I had told him that uh, I had a podcast and I gave him a shout out. Um, I didn't get paid for this. And it's not a paid sponsorship, anything like that. So I want to give a shout out to uh, Brio, B-R-I-O. The, uh, the shaver I have is the uh, the beard and body uh, uh, shave, shaver. The email is brioforlife.com, uh, Brio, B-R-I-O, numeral four, life, L-I-F-E.com. Like NWO back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> so let me give a shout out to them. Again, I wasn't paid for this. It sound like you are. No, no, no. I didn't get paid Getting for all this. that extra information. <laughs> I, I How, get... I, how's the shaver? Oh, I like it. That's why I, uh, I emailed them. I, I emailed them when it, when it had broke down. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I bought the uh, mini Norelco. I had that one for a couple of years now. I really like that one. It's sharp. I ain't had to mess with the blades or nothing. Clean mm-hmm. you right up. Yep. Uh, same here. I never used the body trim part. I only use it for the uh, the beard. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know how it works with the uh, body, body, uh, the shave your, your chest hair or anything like that. So yes, Philip, the day was the day. May 1st, 2022 was the uh, 40, I think it's the 47th or 40, whatever. It's in the 40s, um, Broad Street one. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so uh, it, it, it was hot as shit too this morning too. It was warm. Yeah, so uh, it was a more way more people this year than it was last year. And when I w- got to the parking lot, I had no problems getting into the parking lot, uh, the uh, sports complex parking lot. I had mm-hmm. no problems getting to the com- the sports parking lot last year. This year, it was bumper-to-bumper traffic just to get in there. And uh, I parked at the at the Wells Fargo. So uh, I got on a train, got on the Broad Street line, and that thing was chest-to-chest in there. Chest to chest. It Did was, they had their mask on? No, it was like COVID central. I had my mask well, because <laughs> you know, on a paper, on a paper, it say, you know, uh, you can park at such and such place. And mm-hmm. it said when you catch a bar street line, make sure you have a mask on. So I had my mask. I put my mm-hmm. mask on and I was like the one it was like me and another lady was like the the people that was close to me. Mm-hmm. We were the only two that had on masks. That's how we are. We go to sh- uh, markets and restaurants around here and stuff. We look like we're the only ones with masks on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, I got there and um, I got there around uh, the race started at eight o'clock. I think I got there around a quarter after seven. So I walked around a bit. Then I waited for the bathroom, waiting for the bathroom. That was like 40 minutes right there. By the time I was done, then the, then the race had started. Mm-hmm. And uh, email your, e- not email, text your mom and asked her. Uh, it was somebody there on, in front of your mom's door. I don't know if it, it looked like her. And I was waving to, to, to her. And the person's like looking at me like, is they were looking waving at me? My mom knew, my mom knew house or the, the new house? house? The new house. She's okay. still on Broad Street, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it looked like that was her sitting outside. Uh, uh, well, somebody that was there, I was waving to, and they were sitting there looking like, like, who in the world is that waving to me? You know, Sharetta and my mom lived together. Okay. Yeah, it it wasn't it wasn't uh your aunt. She my mom. She she's like the last house before you get to Broad Street, but it's like uh it's far, you know, because it's the last house, then it's the alleyway, then it's that bar there that wraps around. Right. Right. So it makes it like a long, you know, long, mm-hmm. like you can't really see the corner. You can mm-hmm. see the corner, but you can't really see it. So uh, text her and ask her, did, did, was somebody waving to her uh, this morning during a broad shoot run? That was me. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the, the funny thing is my time last year and my time this year was almost identical. And last year I had stopped. I had stopped and got a drink of water. And this year I didn't. This year, I just ran straight through, and the time was exactly the same. Mm. So at the end, at the how, end, how, oh, hold on. How long is the run? It's uh ten miles. Ten miles. Yeah. Why are you thinking about uh joining in? Uh, yeah, I can't do ten miles. <laughs> you go. Uh, why? why who said you if, can't? If I if I push myself, I might be able to do four. Uh huh. But I ain't doing no ten. You can forget that. So um. You know, at the end, you know, they give you your medal and they give you the the, the water and your, the snacks and stuff. Last year, they gave us a bag to put the snacks in. 
this mm-hmm. year they didn't get a, give us a bag. So of course, you know, I tried to grab anything that was <laughs> that was sitting there. You know, they had uh they didn't have any uh granola bars. Mm-hmm. They they had uh they have these date date bars. I I never tried them. Like I guess they like dried up dates. Mm-hmm. Uh I didn't try it. And uh they had um you know you know those uh tasty cake cookie bars? Mm-hmm. They had those. They had like uh, pretzels and they had some 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 sort of chocolate. I don't know what's what's in it. I know it's chocolate, but I don't know what, what the bag is. I don't care what it is. I just grabbed it, grabbed it when I seen it. And uh my hands, man, I couldn't couldn't barely pick anything up of all the stuff I had in my hands. So uh one of the workers there, like they was empty in a box. I said, Oh, can I see that box? And he <laughs> gave it to me, so I put the stuff in the box. And so, yeah, it went quick this year, too, because like I said, I didn't stop. So I don't know why my time is like almost identical as it was last year. I didn't stop at all. What were you going to say? I was going to say you must have been running faster this time if you didn't stop. And you got the same time as last time. You took a water break the last time. Yeah. And uh, shout out to everybody who ran this year. Uh, I seen y'all. I seen even seen the people that walked. (laughs) Is it a lot of a lot of. uh, Sisters out there? Yeah, well, see, the thing about when it comes to the blacks, it's always more women than it is men. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say these are uh, women our age, mm-hmm. old and older. Uh, uh, the young girls are very few, but it's mm-hmm. mostly, uh, yeah, women our age or older. But, yes, it was a lot of women uh, running. Matter of fact, to be honest with you, it seems like it's when it comes to just racing there in general, it seems like it's just a bunch of women and and a little bit of men, uh, regardless of the, of the race. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the women, see, they like to pair, pair up and all that stuff. Oh, hey, let's get into this and let's run together. Running in groups and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I ain't no man running in groups, anything like that, because I'm not running in a group with no dude anyway, because I'm going to leave you. So mm-hmm. I ain't no, I wouldn't be running no group. It's funny because uh, when we used to do the PT test in the military, it was the same way. You'd be sitting there with your buddies talking to them and stuff. As soon as that race going, man, they'll smoke you or you'll smoke them. Ain't no buddy, buddy, hang on. And when they start pulling away, they'll, they'll you know, motivate you a little bit and be like, all right, come on, man, you slack and pick it up, pick it up. But they don't stop. They stride while they're doing it. They just keep on going to they, oh, well, and then left your ass. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, they're coming back around, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, so uh, I seen a couple of people on stretches. And I... No, they were like, I guess, I would think it's more like foot problems. Mm -hmm. Because they were up, you know, talking or whatever, but Mm -hmm. they were in in a gurney. And uh, uh, I seen this lady was about to fall out. She was uh, was an older lady. She was by the the water station. White. She was by the water station and uh, the, they have the water station and they have the trash can that nobody use because they just throw the water on the, on the ground anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, she was by the water talking, talking to, uh, I guess, one of one of the workers there. And they're just like sitting there talking or whatever. I see them talking as I'm going up close. And then when I get there, she's like all wobbling and all that stuff on, on the trash. And he's like holding her up. It's like, are you OK? Are you OK? Are you all right? And I look, look back and see if she fell anything. It was somebody trying to help her. But uh, I don't know. But it was a lot of uh, police and all that stuff outside and everything. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, shout out to everybody who ran, who who got up this morning and uh, ran. And well, first of all, give a shout out to people who trained, uh, exercise, or whatever the hell you want to call it. What time did it start? Eight o'clock. And uh, shout out to people who ran and, and finished the race and accomplished the goal. See you in 2024, because I don't think I'm doing this next year. Why not? I just don't feel like it. If I run the you race. Mean you got a whole year. You already don't feel like it. I, well, I'll think about it. But I, <laughs> I would rather do the uh, Philadelphia half marathon. The half mar- marathon is 13 miles. I think I'm, I might well run that next year of course you know i'm doing only doing one of these a year it's either this or the other (laughs) go for it man do both no i think they did the philadelphia marathon this year already i think if i'm not mistaken i think it was like in like february or march i'm not sure yeah well shout out to everybody uh that ran well philip uh, we're going to talk about the NFL draft and the Tennessee Titans wide receiver, A.J. Brown. The, I'm sorry. Let me let me stop. The Philadelphia Eagles traded for Tennessee Titans wide receiver, A.J. Brown, for the 18th overall pick, as well as one of their, one of their third round picks. That was 101 of the overall pick. Now, A.J. Brown is 6'1", 226 pounds. Last year, he had 63 receptions, 869 yards and five TDs. Now, on paper, that doesn't really look that good. But to me, that's impressive because their offense is built on a, a running back. And the damn running back had a 900, and I think he had 937 yards in eight games. Mm-hmm. So that's going. That's telling us that that's a run-heavy offense. And I think the guy, he only played, yeah, he only played 12 games, I believe. I thought it was eight. I'm uh, The receiver? No, no, no. I'm talking about Derrick Henry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm talking about the receiver. So he only, I think he only played 12 games last year. You but see, on paper, that stat doesn't look impressive. But to me, it is because, you know, that's just a run-heavy offense. Right. It's a, it's a run-heavy offense. And plus, it's only his third year. And, and in the three years, he's been one of the top scoring receivers in football. R- right. As Phillips said, he's uh, 24 years old. I don't know when he turned 25. I'm not sure. So, Phil, before we get into the draft picks, what is your thoughts on this on this trade, and what are your thoughts on AJ Brown? I like AJ Brown since he came in the league because he's a uh, strong. I like those strong type dudes, not no little guy, but a big guy that's strong because those strong guys break tackles, and he got excellent hands so he can catch. So he's just what we needed to compliment uh, Devontae Smith. You know what I mean? I, I like that because I wanted and and. Before I go any farther, I want to give Howie Roseman an A for the draft because I know you always. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We 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 will do the draft and everything. I give props. So we just talking about AJ Brown right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I like him as uh, as far as like the young receivers in the league. He's one of the top ten. Okay. Yeah, I think that was a good uh, that was a good uh, pick. Uh, they they had to sign him. Is it five years for a hundred million dollars? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, five with the uh, they don't call it signing bonus anymore. They just call it guaranteed, fifty-seven million guaranteed. Not a bad pick at all. And it's like you're going to have to pick your poison. You want to double team AJ, Devontae going to be open. You want to double team Devontae, AJ going to be open. 
So uh, I, I just can't wait to see how this offense is going to look with with uh, AJ and Devontae as the two number one, number two wide receivers. Right, and we still got the uh, tight end. Yeah. The, now who's in the slot? Watkins. Wes Watkins is a burner. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think I don't think Rieger's going to be here. And they say they said that they weren't trying to trade him, but mm-hmm. I think they're going to wind up cutting him. Uh, trading him will look better because you can't say, "Well, look, you wasted that pick." Then just cutting him. And I yeah, say but that, it's hard to trade. It's hard to trade somebody when nobody want him. Right, they don't got no value right now. And I say the same thing about uh, JJ Whiteside Ortega. Uh, now they're going to our future backup tight end. But how? Because the the other guy, the the uh, what's he six five six six that they high on the one that got hurt. What's his name? I forget his name. We got. I think we got like three tight ends already. That's what I mean. And one of them ain't gonna make it. And I think it's gonna be JJ. Mm-hmm. Probably. I would uh with Rieger. I wouldn't cut him. I would try to trade him. If I can't trade him, I would just let him run out his rookie contract, and then you know what I mean. That'd be that. Right, he could he can get out there on special teams and some shit like that. I wouldn't have him on the field. Now let's go into the draft. Now, now I'm only going to do three rounds because you said the later picks. <laughs> yeah, I'm only going to do the do the, the three uh the first, the second, and third round. <laughs> so we got we got the the first round pick thirteen, Jordan Davis, uh uh uh. What's a uh, defensive tackle? I'm sorry. Uh, Davis is a monstrous interior defender with a separate. Oh, this is from uh, uh, NFL.com. Davis is a monstrous interior defender with exceptional run stopping skills. He occupies multiple blockings at the point of attack and can completely eliminate the running game as a one man wrecking crew at the line of scrimmage. Philip, what's your thoughts on this first pick, Jordan Davis? I like him. He's a monster. Like, the dude is, like, 6'6", 340. And, and they were talking about how fast he did at the combine in his 40 time. Mm-hmm. He was faster than Pat Mahomes, faster than Jameis Winston, and faster than Baker Mayfield. Not saying, like, those guys are, are, are fast, but they're still smaller than their quarterback. So they should be able to run faster than a 340-pound dude. Right. You know what I mean? But he was faster than all of them. And he's, like, super strong. So it was a good pick. I didn't think we needed a defensive tackle right now. And if you go back to, like, our draft preview when we were talking about uh, people, you mm-hmm. see who I wanted us to get in the first round. Right. Uh, yeah, they should have got that. Uh, Hamilton, who went number 14 to the Ravens. Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's who, who I feel as though they should have picked. Like, the defensive line was fine to me. Right. I mean, they, I they think- were— Go ahead. I think they're looking for the future, and I think they're going to let uh, Fletcher Clock- Cox play his last year, mm-hmm. and then they're going to slide this guy in as the starter and get rid of Fletcher. Because Fletcher Cox makes a lot of money, you know what I mean? He uh, he just got cut and then re-signed for lesser money, but it's still a lot of money, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they brought him back for a one-year deal, pretty much to just groom the young boy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh. So the next pick we have, uh, that's the second round pick. We have pick 19 in the second round. That's 51 overall, Cam Jurgens. Uh, he's a, a office of center. 
of NFL.com says, as an explosive athlete with quick feet and outstanding body control, Jurgens is a high ideal fit for his own base scheme that prefer, prefers a mobile pivot on the front line. Philip, what do you think about this second round pick, Cam Jurgens? Cam Jurgens is, uh, I think he was rated, and that's, that was a good thing about the draft because the three picks that we got, they all was either, either first or second in their position coming out. You know what I mean? You can't go wrong when you get players like that. So I think this uh, center was the second best center that came out in the draft. You mm. know what I mean? So I'm cool with that because uh, Kelsey's ready to retire. You know what I mean? Now, here's a question for you. Do you think they talked Kelsey into playing another year? Yeah. Just so, just so they can do this, just so they can bring a guy in and try to see. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, now what because about he's been talking about retiring for like the last two or three years, and I think he retired and came out of retirement. So they they definitely talked to him. Now, so what look, about... we're gonna take we're gonna take it easy on you. You know what I mean? You ain't gonna have to play every down and just school our young boy like on that type tip. All right. Now, what about the uh, going back to the first round pick? Now, what do you do? You think that Fletcher Cox? They told Fletcher Cox the same thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because Fletcher Cox, I think Fletcher Cox is on a one-year deal, and I think Kelsey only came back for one more year. So that's what I'm saying. Like, when these guys come back like that <coughs> for just one year, they could have signed a longer contract with another team. Right. You know what I mean? So they probably just come back just to groom our young guys. That's it. See what they can do in the room. Because they're going to have a lighter ro- – they're going to be on the rotation. Well, I don't know about the uh, the center. Because a lot of times you don't throw like a rookie offensive lineman right in the fire like that. But with the, def- the defensive line, they're going to be rotating the young guy in on a lot of plays. Right. And for the final third round pick, 1983 overall. Uh, now, how do you pronounce his name? First name? Nicobe. All right. Nicobe Dean, linebacker Nicobe Dean. NFL.com says Dean is a high IQ player with outstanding diagnostic skills, a read and react defender with anticipation and awareness that coordinators COVID and green dot wears. Uh, now, he, he has injuries, right? That's why he, he uh, went to the third round. There was a uh, there was minor injuries, but I think more is a combination of both. I think it's a combination of the um, the injuries and the fact that he's a he's uh his weight is he's light in the pants, you know what I mean? Okay. Because you just said AJ Brown was 226. Well, here you got a linebacker that's 225. Mm-hmm. No linebacker should be lighter than the, uh, the receiver of the team, you know what I mean? Right. So, uh what's your thoughts on this pick? Well, he he won the Buckus Award award as the best linebacker in college, you know what I mean? So that tell you right there, he's a beast. He's fast, real fast. He's ca- he can catch. I love I love a linebacker that can catch. Like he's first when we was back when we first started talking about the draft, and I gave you like five players. He was my number one guy that I wanted us to get. So I wanted us to get him or the safety, but I wanted that's who I wanted. I wanted him or the safety because I know we couldn't get both. It would be a miracle we could have got both, and we could have this year because the, they, the Eagles fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, they didn't fuck up, but they didn't have to grab that center in the second round. You know what I mean? Right. Well, well but, uh, uh, go ahead. But uh, yeah, Dean Dean is a monster. Like he he can read def- uh, offensive real quick. I, I watched a lot of highlight plays of him because uh, Mike was over and he never heard of him, so I had to show him like how good the dude was. 
So he's a monster. You know what I mean? All he got to do, he got to gain weight. But I think he's a day one starter. Okay. Now, yes, as Phillips said, I'll give Harry Roseman his props. I don't know if he got some type of magical powers <laughs> or something for, for these teams to give up. Uh, first of all, we're going to start with New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans gave up their first round draft pick to, to next season with a new coach. Your quarterback situation is not, I won't say it's iffy, but it's a little shaky there. With a new damn coach. And uh, th- that team might, might that, that pick can be almost like a top five pick next season. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much got, got it for nothing. Yep. And now, yeah, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, I was on a message board when Tennessee made the trade. And man, those Tennessee fans couldn't believe what happened. They was all saying they got robbed and this and that. And then, and like every time we make those, how we make those trades, like they even they like to the trade for Carson Wentz for a first round pick. People was like, how did he pull it off? Right. And, and like, like Philip said, now, and then, and then in the draft, they get a top rod receiver, a top big rod receiver as well. For just what uh, uh, a, their 18th pick, which they already had two picks anyway in the first round, and mm-hmm. a third round pick. So they had two third round picks. They had two third round picks. They had two first round picks and two third round picks. They just gave gave them up. Now they only had one first round and one third round. Like what type of magical powers does this guy have? Well, see, that's a, that's his thing. He loads up on draft pick, even if it's third rounds and fourth rounds and all that shit. He loads up on a lot of picks. And then that way he can package them in and make deals. And it's been working for him lately. And like you said, he had some shitty-ass drafts, but I think lately he's been all right. When you sent me that uh, thing that was like it was either hit or miss with Howie, it was like that. But lately he's been all right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I give him uh, props on this uh, this draft. I would rather have that safety, uh, 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 Hamilton. I'd rather have the safety, but uh, – uh, with with Davis, you really can't go wrong neither. But like you said, they really didn't need him. But you can't really go wrong with him, right? So uh, yeah, I give him props. I give him props, and I give him props to his magical powers to be making these deals like this for these teams. I don't know. Somebody must have been drunk, or he must have pictures of somebody in it that uh Saints organization. Like, look, I I won't let, let I won't release this unless you give me that first round draft pick. well in the the second round dean was on the board and i was like man chick was texting like the whole time and he was like yeah your bull out there man we can get him we can get him and then uh when we didn't know he said we couldn't get him because this was the second round and i think we had the 19th pick in the second round which was equal up to like 50 or something he was like man he gonna be long gone mel kuyper and everybody got him as rated as the highest uh player available on the board right now. You think he's going to pass around for 19? I said, I don't know, man. These drafts be crazy like that. He already fell like this, so who knows? But he chick was saying there's a lot of teams that could use a linebacker, this and that. So then when he was still there and we didn't get him, I was like, oh, my God, we grabbed the center. What is going on? You know what I mean? Then the third round rolled around. Chick was like, yo, your boy's still out there. I said, man, they ain't going to get him. You know what I mean? Something going on that somebody going to snatch him up because now he's in the third round. That's a value pick right there. You can get a starter in the third round. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, he was still sitting there. Yeah, I'm excited to see how the how the offense is going to look uh, next season. I'm I'm excited to see. I I, I want to see how these two wide receivers are going to work. So, uh, 
and they have a good tight end. So there's really no excuse for Hurts uh, passing the football. Well, I ain't really give him excuses anyway. That's more of a – his problems was more of a coaching thing. Because like we said right. – I don't like, – like we said before, it's almost like every week they'll just like focus on one guy. Like, look, we'll focus on on Rieger this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll focus on the tight end this week, and that's who who would uh, hurts would throw it to. Because, like, like I said before, when we was watching the uh, games, that when he would go back, he never scanned the field. He would just only look at the person that he he's uh, going to throw it to. Right, he so I think those more. I think those more of the uh, coaches making them say like, "Look, we got to see what Rieger got," because there's no way Rieger showed you anything to say like this going to be his week to get all the targets. But right. that's how they played. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's. I don't think Hertz was the uh, was the problem, and hopefully I, they can open up that offense so where he right. can uh, look around. What was you about to say? I was going to say, I don't think they believed in Hurts. So they was trying to get him to focus on certain players just so they can see what those players look like, regardless of what Hurts was doing. Because mm-hmm. I, I felt like they wanted they wanted to just lose anyway, not really going to win. But then we started putting wins together. It was hard to, to you know, this ain't like the NBA where you can just lose on purpose. Like right. You got to really be messing up like that. And he wasn't messing up like that. The only thing I knock on him is we they made us into a pass-heavy offense where – when we run the ball, it opens up the pass, and I don't understand why they don't realize that. The games that we ran the ball, we was kicking ass. We get away from the run early because Miles Sanders is a good running back, and he couldn't even get carried sometimes. Yep. Uh, that's what that New Orleans pick, if it's a top pick. First of all, I think if uh, Jalen Hurts do well, and let's just say New Orleans, let's just say it's a top, let's just say it's a top eight. Let's just say it's a top ten pick. It's a top ten pick. They're gonna trade that pick, but if he if if Hertz doesn't do well, and and let's just say again that's a, that New Orleans pick is a top ten, they're gonna get a quarterback. Yeah, and I think they should because I was I was all for like the uh, the doctor I worked with. He he was saying that Jalen Hurts shouldn't have been our starter last year. I'm like, no, you drafted him, see what he got, and then I said, and if he played good, he should be you should bring, let him run it back the next year. But he didn't agree with that method. So he's saying there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out next year. We should get one. Well, the guy Willis was the best quarterback on the board, and he fell real deep in the draft. Mm-hmm. His only flaw was that he went to Liberty. <laughs> this dude's got a strong arm. He's big, so I don't know why he fall like that. Well, yeah, you're right. They said that this wasn't a good year for quarterbacks. They said next year is supposed to be a a, a good year for quarterbacks. Right. And so, so I was gonna say uh, Pickett. Pickett got drafted before him, but ain't nobody had Pickett rated higher than him. So I don't even understand that one. Well, Philip ESPN says that 76ers Joel Embiid could return from injuries as soon as game three or game four. There's optimism. Philadelphia 76ers star Joel Embiid could return as soon as game three or four of the Eastern Conference semifinals against the Miami Heat. Sources told ESPN on Sunday and B will not travel for games one and two. Because of an orbital fracture and concussion. That concussion was new. I ain't uh, never knew he had a concussion. I just heard that he had an orbital, orbital fracture. But a reevaluation on Wednesday can clear the way for his return when a series shifts to Philadelphia on Friday, sources said. There's an expectation that Embiid will clear protocols for the, con- for the concussion soon, sources said. He'll need to be cleared to play with the facial injury, presumably with a protective mask. 
Embiid was already playing with a torn ligament in his right thumb, suffered the orbital fracture in the final minutes of the Sixers game six victory over the Toronto Raptors on Thursday. Now, Phil, what's your thought? Should, should Embiid even worry about even playing against Miami nope. or? Nope. <laughs> I mean, like, like the guy is all fucked up right now. I right. mean, his, his, his face is broke. His, his finger is fucked up. And you, do you want him to come back? Like you, I mean, like if, if y'all can win this series without him, then then cool. Maybe come back the next series. Mm-hmm. But if y'all if y'all go down in this series, let's say y'all go down, I don't know, two nothing, or or whatever. Don't bring him back. Let's just rusty him up for next year. It is what it is. It's your coach's fault, and he's an idiot. And he and whenever he try to explain stuff, he makes himself look bad. Because one of one of the things he said when they asked him was, "Why did you still have all the starters in?" He said, "Well, Toronto had all their starters in." Who gives a shit what they got in? <laughs> you're you're up thirty. The question is about you. You take your yes. starters out. Mm-hmm. And then he made the excuse, "Well, I was going to call Tom out and take him out before he got his face cracked." No, you should have been took him out. Don't try to piggyback that now and say you was about to. Now is he still in a running for the uh, Lakers job? Who? Uh, Doc. Doc. I don't think so. I think the Lakers are looking at uh, Toronto's coach. Okay. Well, that's what they said that he was in the in the running. I don't see – Doc Rivers is very lucky. He's very lucky for the teams that he had to coach. Mm. And he always he always coached good teams. What? Okay, we had uh, Boston. We had uh, the, the, the Clippers. Boston, the first super team. Right, the Clippers. And, and the Sixers. The Clippers that's it. was loaded. That's it, right? Those three. Those are those only three teams he coached for. The Sixers, the Clippers, and the Celtics, right? I believe so, yeah. So he coached three. No, uh, Orlando, right? Oh, I'm not sure. Orlando. I think he said Orlando because he was talking about uh, all these players was hurt or whatever. Now, what what Orlando was this? Um, I'm not sure. Let me look it up real quick. Go ahead and keep talking. Uh, yeah, but he's extremely lucky for the uh, the teams he coached. I don't see anything in him that make him a sort of the coach. I'm sorry, but that's just me. I think Doc Rivers is a good coach, but he should be like an assistant coach, not a head coach. Right. And no one gives him shit, but they give Steve Nash shit for the, for the Brooklyn Nets. And his team, like, they only played, like, what, 19 games together? Mm-hmm. So, so you have Kyrie couldn't play. You have Kevin Durant who was hurt, and Harden got traded. So like, Ours, go ahead. Here you go. He was Orlando's coach from '99 to 2003. Okay, in this two, was the White Howard years. This was uh in 2000. He won Coach of the Year with Orlando, despite being. Picked to finish last in that year's standings. Rivers led them to the playoffs. Who was on that team? Grant Hill and Tracy McGrady. Okay, so Dwight Howard wasn't there. I guess that's too. Uh, I guess that's uh, he's there later. Later. Okay, so he made the playoffs his third year. You said two thousand and um, second year. Okay, his second year. Okay, then after that he went to uh he went to the Celtics. Celtics, yep. Okay. Now they won a the championship there. 
Then he went. But he the- choked. But he choked away a three-one lead with Orlando, and then his reason why was my guys was hurt in two of those games or something. Mm-hmm. So then he went to uh, the Celtics. Then he went to Clippers. Like you said, the Clippers was loaded and they never went anywhere. Uh-huh. Now he come here and he blew a uh he damn near almost blew a th- <laughs> a lead here with with the series against Toronto. So yeah, I don't know a, what what you about to say. He got a bad he got a bad rep in Orlando because it said Magic made the postseason in his next three years as the head coach, but he was fired in two thousand three after starting off one and ten. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Damn, if he had three years in a row of making the playoffs, give him a chance. I mean, that is shitty, one in ten. Right. But there ain't a reason to fire the guy. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm with Philip. I don't think that Embiid should even bother. <laughs> like, they're, they're not going anywhere. If they do, if they lose to Miami, they're going to lose to even Milwaukee or the Celtics. They're not beating them with Harden and, and Embiid. I'm sorry. Sorry. And, and it's, it's messed up because... I think this is like the fourth year in a row in the playoffs, and B had the issues, either yep. bubble guts or injury. And last year he was hurt, and he played through injuries, but he set a record with like 36 turnovers, and they said, well, he was playing hurt. Like every time when he stink up the joint, is well, he was playing hurt. But when he dropped in 40 and 15 rebounds and 36, nobody say, yeah, he was playing hurt, but he got that. You know what I mean? So you can't pick and choose. If he can score 30 points and grab 15 rebounds, hurt, then when he stink it up, he got to catch the blame for that, too. Well, that was the shit that uh, Philadelphia's most hated Ben Simmons was saying. Like, uh, I never talked about you uh, uh, getting sick and all that stuff during the playoffs. But you want to criticize me? Mm-hmm. Well, remember when that, that one year Ben Simmons uh, was hurt, we got swept in the playoffs with Embiid. Mm-hmm. And and he had he had thirty six turnovers that series that one series, right? And this year this year him and uh, Harden is fighting for the who who gonna have the most turnovers again. Them turnovers is why you lose games. You can't mm-hmm. have so many turnovers from your superstars like that. Right. Now, uh, did we talk about? We didn't talk about the uh, season finale of Snowfall, did we? No. Yeah. So, how did you like it? I thought it was good and bad. Um, I refresh my memory. This is when I didn't like how, and they do this on all TV shows. Nobody got security cameras. Nobody have no type of type notch security. Just people just come and go through their crib. Yeah. So like, well, so well like pause, the, uh, pause. Who house was that? That uh, that, that's his crib. That was that was uh Franklin's crib. Remember, what's the name with the Franklin's crib? That's how he got all his information. Uh, what's the white guy name? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. The 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 agent. Yeah, well, he uh he went to Franklin Crypt the first time. Remember he was taking all the pictures? That's the same house. He took all those pictures to get those account information so he can take all his money out of those accounts. But but see, I thought so, that it was a condo, but when they was breaking in that house, it was a it was a house. No, that was Franklin Crypt. It was the same June. Because I remember when they showed on the street. So he went back there to kill Franklin the second time. The first mm-hmm. time he went there just to get the information. Second right. time he went there to kill him, but then the other guy was already in the house going through the safe and shit. Right. And that's what I mean. Like, you got all this money, you got a safe, but you got no security, no gated community, nothing. Anybody could just come and go in your crib. And here's a question. 
uh, something probably happened to it. I, I don't remember. But remember when he had that, remember when Franklin had that house in the cut that nobody, nobody knew where it was at? Mm-hmm. What what happened to that house? I don't know. Yeah, it was a it was a big ass house that nobody know nobody knew where it was at that he lived there, and it just like was uh, disappeared. I don't know what happened. Somebody might might have caught a fire or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, All I don't right. know. Now now go ahead. Now what else you? Uh... And then with the aunt, like okay, so Franklin and his aunt beefing or whatever. She mm-hmm. don't tell none of her guys. Yo, don't let Franklin come around. That's the first thing you do. If you break him, if you stop fucking with somebody, you tell everybody, yo, this person ain't cool no more. He ain't rolling with us. Right. So Franklin just go right to he got him and his the, the two the two hit chicks with him. Mm-hmm. He just go right up in there and steal her shit. Now he got like a little ass car, but when he opened her thing up and she got all his money and drugs, there's no way that stuff can fit. He's supposed to have a U-Haul truck. So that was kind of mm-hmm. stupid how they how they showed that next thing you know he cleaned them out. Right. <laughs> and what did you like? They kill. Uh, well, I thought it was cool that, and I knew he was going to do that. I knew he was going to sick them goons on the streets on his aunt because mm-hmm. she started that shit. You know what I mean? Right. So he went right there and was like, you know what I mean? She did it. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty much a war between them. But it was it was fucked up because the white boy took all Franklin bread. Like, why you couldn't just let Franklin walk away? Right. You know right. what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and then on top, and then and then when Franklin took, now he's messed up because. Those drugs that she had, he's supposed to get the money from that. Right. So so Franklin pretty much stung you in the ass the same way you got him in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. They killed, they okay. killed our boy Javi. Uh-huh. Kind of fucked up. He shouldn't have gave no information. Dude talking about all my family, whatever. No, don't you can't believe nobody like that. <laughs> and 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 these stories are so crazy. So, so Franklin's mom is in Cuba and she becomes friends with the KGB. That's crazy, right in itself. Right, right. That don't even make sense. Right. And so they, got a, they got a Hispanic guy as a KGB agent. Okay. Is the dad di- dead or Franklin dad? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's dead. Yeah, okay. And I think, and and I was telling Shay when it happened. I said I think. Even though they don't say it, I think the mom set it up because the mom left him there and left the door unlocked. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the boy just came in, you know what I mean? It was a, it was a pop. And then she didn't all freak out and all this stuff like she knew what it was. Now, what kind of what kind of interaction is a black woman from L.A. and a, a Colombian KGB <laughs> KGB air? Age. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, first off, there's no way y'all we didn't have a conversation in Colombia. You know what I mean? Right. And then even if he was, like, first of all, it's going to be a language barrier because you're not going to find a KGB dude speaking proper English like that and conversating with a black lady in a damn coffee shop. Right. It's just like <laughs> some shitty writing. And I kept trying to figure out who is this guy because he's not with yes. he's not with uh, the guy and here mm. he is, KGB. I ain't heard KGB since damn... The Russian, uh, Rocky versus the Russian. <laughs> or remember back in the day, the, uh, the, what was the Russian guy in WWF? And he always had like the little KGB thing going on. Uh, n- not Nikolai Volkov. Um, not Crusher uh, Cruz. He, he was cornball. Mm-hmm. He was a WWF. He was a cornball dude. <laughs> Anything else you watched? Hmm. Not really. I, I tried to watch this movie twice. It's called like uh, let let the devil in or something like that. It got a lot of uh, 
low-key uh, black actors in it. Omar Epps is like the star. Movie is stupid as shit, but I got to finish it. What is it, a gangster movie or... Omar Epps is getting out of like rehab from drinking too much. And uh, what's the what's the boy from... Um, What's the, what's the one we watch with uh the bull with the taco truck? I always forget the name of that show. Oh, uh, Kev, Mitchell was his last name. Yeah, easy, well, you easy, know the uh, easy, uh, easy, uh the drug. Right, no, night. I'm, I'm just talking about the show. You know yeah. the uh the drug lord slash politician on the show. The dad. I mean, yeah. not the dad, but he's like the pizza he's, uh, he's like uh, the, shop. Uh, yeah, that guy. Um, yeah. Well, well, he's Omar Epps' brother. And then there's another dude in there that's Omar's brother too. You saw him in a movie before. There's a lot of there's a lot of like actors that you've seen before. Mm-hmm. But uh, Omar Epps is a, a he's like a recovering alcoholic. His brother hang out at the barbershop with these two crazy dudes. I can't remember what I seen the uh, the white boy in, but he's a crazy white boy. Well, anyway, they run up in a house like a home invasion, and they kill everybody except the kid. I think the kid might have ran upstairs and hid. So they take they they rob the house or whatever. He takes a, a a a a binder of like collector cards, <laughs> mm. and, and gives it to Omar Epps. Well, he had it at his he had it at his house, and Omar Epps came. Omar Epps uh, was at the house, and he's like, "Oh shit, you found out that old old car collection, huh?" So he's going through the page, looking at like, "Oh, I guess the rookie cards or whatever." Mm-hmm. Then the next day on the news, he see like it was a home invasion on the news. And all these people was killed except the son. And they talking to the son. He was like, yeah, my dad, you know what I mean? And they stole my my car collection. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. So that's why Omar Epps was like, oh, shit, he had, my brother had it. So then he uh, he goes to his brother like, yo, what the fuck? Where you get them cars from, this and that? So he like, yeah, some crackheads sold it at the uh, barbershop. So he like, man, that's bullshit. Because you know them two dudes you're running with at the barbershop, they be into some shit. So here Omar Epps makes a, get a burner phone. Calls the cops to make an anonymous tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the snitch on the two dudes at the barbershop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They get in there. His brother get all caught up in the mix and shit. It's a crazy-ass story. Uh, Mike said he liked it. I, I put it on late twice, so I said I got to finish it. Uh, anything else? Um, I'm trying to think. There's nothing I can think of. I've been watching Atlanta. That shit been all over the place, so. Oh, I like it. Talk it, about. it it's, been, it's been some... Hell of a writing on that show. Uh, the the reparation episode was good, and the one last week with the uh, the uh, mom, the um, Trinidadian uh, lady taking uh, care of the kid. Yeah, see, I, I don't like it. But see, you gotta look at the shit. The shit they talking about. No, I see. I see the the, the stories that they're trying to you know to trying to show us right. in the situations. I see that. When I look at the show, I just like it how it was before. It was like just four buddies or three buddies, whatever, hanging out, just trying to do shit. You know what I mean? So it's deeper now, and I ain't really in for the deep shit. I just want to see yeah. a <laughs> chill show. Uh, that reparation episode, I looked at that around about three times. That was some funny shit. <laughs> and, uh, okay, the last one. The last. I didn't, but- see, the, I didn't see the last one. No, no, you saw the last one with the Trinidadian uh, people. I wasn't t- talking about that. Uh, th- no, I'm talking about the last one where those three was together when uh, he did that by the block <laughs> back and uh, black. It was a it was a little knockoff of Black Lives Matter, and the dude was like trying to break it down to him. Um, I remember when he was gambling and they stole his shit. 
They stole his money. Yeah, that that yeah. Then he got it. Then he got it back. I didn't see. This is like it's usually when Shay put it on, I'm like just on my phone doing shit and I'm looking up. So like when we were watching it today, I stopped it earlier. Mm -hmm. But I, I I'll probably we'll we'll finish it definitely. So the one you watched today was the Trinidad uh name. It started off it started off with the white the white guy. Doing what? I don't know. He was like running around town. As soon as it started, I stopped it. I think he was jogging or something. Oh, that's the that's the Trinidadian episode. Right, I thought so you I, saw it. No, 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 I didn't see that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was one of those uh ones that uh not the uh the three three buddies that you called it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was that one. Uh anything else? Mm, not really. You going to watch uh what's the name? You going to the matinee to see that? Yeah, I'll probably go either uh Saturday or Sunday. Well, let yeah. me know. What which one you going to? Uh Marple. Marple, Marple. Is that the one I go to? That's not the one we go no, to. No, that's not the one. Oh. Let me know. I want to see that John too. I'll go. I'll check it out early. Well boy, you missing a whole lot then. Did you see uh uh you ain't see Spider Man? What this you mean? Movie. Did you see Spider Man? Yeah, I watched Spider Man. Oh, okay. In, in, into the multiverse? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it. Oh, I thought you didn't see it. No, when we talked about it, I hadn't seen it at the time. I watched it. So you didn't watch the Batman yet, right? No, oh, I yeah, didn't watch that. You said um, you're not gonna watch it because it's three hours long. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm probably gonna watch it because I do kind of like Batman, but I, it, usually I put on movies at night and I'm in the bed and trying to watch. And if I put something on three hours, I know I'm not gonna be able to finish it. Uh, well, I watched uh, all of True Story, the Kevin Hart. You you saw it all, right? Yeah. Uh, it was predictable because we it already was. knew that, you know, we like already it, knew it was, it was a setup. Yeah, we yeah. already knew it was a setup from the jump that, that mm -hmm. he set that uh, girl up to, because uh, it was like, okay, he, she dead, and all of a sudden he left and come back, and the body ain't even there anymore. And here's what you talk about, about uh, no cameras. Now, this is the four seasons. There's cameras everywhere. How did that girl get out there, get out the hotel? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. On these shows, they act like it, nobody got no cameras. I'm like, shit, I'm a regular nine to five and I got cameras around my house. And these people is rich and they got no cameras. Right. And then they dump a body. They dump a body. Like, they ain't even go like in an alleyway or nothing. It was like right on the street. They just pulled mm -hmm. over to the side and like it's cameras everywhere. And you out well, here dumping the body. Well, the very first part when he woke up and then his brother came in the room and was like, she did. I already knew there was some bullshit right uh -huh. there. Because first of all, if you got a girl in the, in the crib, why why is your brother just walking in the room while y'all in there? Right. And then she's dead. You're not going to go over and check a pulse for yourself? Because uh -huh. you tell me she's dead. I'm like, no, I was just chilling with her last night. Let me go check. Maybe y'all ain't checking right or something. You know what I mean? But he don't even check. Right. It, it was entertaining, but it was stupid. Now, uh, HBO has that new series. We, we uh, is it we own the city? I think it's We Own the City. You know, they're doing a, a TV show, you know, David Simon from The Wire. Mm -hmm. And so all the Wire people is like in it, but they like in different, you know, they like cops and like, you know, different uh, mm -hmm. characters. They're doing a series on, uh, uh, remember the the guy that you had told me that was a cop in, in Baltimore? And the, the his, uh, what was his? His, uh, his squad, his unit. Yeah, and they were doing that, that shit. Mm-hmm. It's based on that. Because yep. I, I had talking about oh, okay. it looked, it looked yeah. decent to you. I know what you're talking I about. It didn't start yet, did it? Yes. 
shit. I looked at it. I'm like, oh shit, this is the shit that uh, that's what made me think about it. Going in, stealing money, and and uh, now it's these two. It was these three cops, the black bulls. So, oh, I'm sorry. You want me to give you this part, or it ain't the whole. You tell me. I'll, I'll probably start. I'll probably watch an episode tonight. How many episodes is in? Oh, it's only one so far. All right, so I'll probably watch not. So, uh, it's not the whole uh, show, mm-hmm. but uh, okay. So it's this uh, drug dealer, and they had put a bug, a, a GPS device, underneath his car. So uh, they did one of those uh, simultaneous raids, like they raided his crib. And they raided the, the where where he was at because you know they had the uh, the, mm-hmm. the the GPS locked on the car. So what happened was the guy said the jeep put the GPS in his car, and the uh, the drug dealer drove away. So these cops come up since they had the GPS on his car also. They knew he wasn't home, so they came up. They masked up and did a home invasion and stole all the drugs and shit. So when the the the, the other cops had raided the did a simultaneous raid. They raided the house, but it didn't have no drugs in there because the 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 black drug the black cops took it, and so <laughs> they like yeah we um and the guy had called them he's like yeah we uh we we in this house but it's strange because the door looked like it's already been kicked in and he's like there's nothing here and everything is like ransacked, so they they court the drug dealer in the hotel so they so uh, the guy had said hey look get that GPS under the car because that's expensive. So he went under the car. It's damn two GPS devices in there. <laughs> so the dude's like, what the fuck is this? And so they had did, a, a, you know, got the serial number or whatever. Mm-hmm. And got it from this cop. Well, the black dudes had, like, used this 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 cop uh, to get the GPS device for him. So uh, he had asked about it. But now the other cops, they got the GPS device. They're like, look, well, whenever, whenever this guy come and ask for it, tell him to, tell him to uh, get it from me. I'll just give you that. I'll just tell you that part. And there was some other stuff in there too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'll check far, it out. Yeah, so far it's a it's a good show. That just made me think about it. I'm like, oh shit, these are the, the, the guys that Phil was telling me about the stuff that they was doing. Cracking mm-hmm. on girls and all that Man, stuff. Man, he used to tell me stuff all the time because we was in the same unit. And he used to tell me all these different stories. So I'm like, yo, that's crazy. And then next thing you know, he was like, Yeah, it's an investigation. I'm about to uh I'm about to move back to Philly. I ain't gonna be no. I, and then when he said that, I said, "You so you are gonna be a Philly cop?" He was like, "No, nah, man, I ain't gonna be no cop no more. I'm just gonna get a regular job." And I thought that was strange. You know what I mean? Because usually cops don't talk like that. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. And then he was telling me what was going on, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's we own the city. I think it's called we own the city. So uh, check that out. If you can. Did you check the L.A. Lakers TV show out yet? Still haven't watched it yet. How many episodes is it? I see a lot of stuff online about it, though. Oh, uh, Magic saying it's not real, and the owner's ready to get a lawsuit against his character, all types of shit. Right. Uh, it's like eight or nine. It's almost uh, coming to an end. It's almost coming to an end, yeah, but that's good. Uh, there's this this new show. Uh, is it 61st Street about Chicago? About a uh, uh, a guy, uh, it's like a guy. Well, he he committed a crime, but he actually it, it was a, a accident, mm-hmm. and the cops set him up. And then there's this bad cop, and he like stealing people money or whatever and stuff like that, and and working for the gangs and everything like mm-hmm. that. 
this it's like the third or fourth fourth episode, and it's shaping up to be a, a good show. They got a guy Johnny Cochran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you saying it? No, oh, I was pulling you, it up when you said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he in it. Um, what else? Uh, I didn't see Moon uh, Night this week. Yet. I didn't watch it this week either. And yeah, nine, yeah, uh, Married at First Sight. I didn't see, I didn't see the last two episodes because it never showed up. Well, no, you can see the next, the next to the last. You just can't see the last one nowhere. And I was looking online because there's a lot of people that have like the Lifetime channel, and they all upset talking about usually it's on air the next day after it air. What's going on? Somebody said uh, a Lifetime representative was saying this is like a on some type of ongoing investigation or something. I guess something happened on that show. That's like uh, they can't reason why they can't air it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's like somebody said something, or maybe it's a store, or somebody in the video in the background ain't supposed to be on there. Or something happened. I don't know what happened, but I, people was talking about it on uh, Reddit. Because mm-hmm. I've been looking all over trying to find that episode. I can't find it. The only place that I found it <clears throat> was uh, the Lifetime app. I did find it on there, but you mm-hmm. have to register with like your cable company provider and all that information. Yes, that's so I, like, oh, I ain't got all that shit, so I can't get that. Yeah, that's what I used to do with my mom. Uh, that's how I used to watch shit off of HBO. <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to just use all her account information. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I still got this, and and I seen a lot, a lot of people saying, um, you can see it on Hulu. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Hulu. I said, let me go up because I know the uh, one of these apps you can buy Hulu for like two months for a dollar. Right. So I did that, and they don't have the new episode on there after I didn't got that joint. <laughs> uh and movies i haven't seen uh i haven't really seen any uh movies lately so i'm behind check, in movies. check that omar check that omar epps drone out let the devil in uh, it's something like that uh let me see if i can find it for you i can't it's, it's something about the devil let's see that's probably not the name of it oh uh, hold on let me see uh, yeah, the de- the devil you know. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check it out. All right, and I have that fatal affair on my uh flash drive and I never looked at it. What is it? Fatal affair with him and uh Nia Long. Fatal affair? Yes. I don't think I watched that one either. Yeah. Well, all right, everybody. You can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at PL Judgmentals, Instagram at the two underscore judgmentals, or you can email us at PL Judgmentals at gmail.com. Alright. That's why I produce the track. Don't wonder where my crew is at. They'll be back. Niggas see me walking on the block and look like who.